This podcast is a member of WGPRN, WildGamesProductions.com. Still subject to gravity, damn it! <laughs> that was a that was a conjured cantrip from Josh. Yeah. Ref. Okay. For sacrifice. You navigate spirit. the rest of the corridors of White Plume Mountain, which reveal some technical difficulties that are overcome with a little bit of brawn, intelligence, and thought. Nothing unusual to in- inherit any ward of a combat or disturbance, but the sense of dread. An uneasiness which leads to this final door, which must be the entrance to the tomb of Cedric. Before you and the party, put the party lineup. Is a door. Sir, is in the front. Of twenty feet tall, arched, five feet on either side. Right here's fine. Beautifully crafted, the tree of life. Every culture has the story of the tree of life. The tree of life represents the creation of El and the creation of Adama and Eva of this planet. Both spiritually and physically, the creation of soul and reuniting of El. Through the middle of the door is the black staff for is the symbol of the priesthood of El. The door lies shut before you as you approach it. Impressive, knowing Cedric lies beyond these doors. Hendrix, you want to be in the front? You're going to need your wisdom. <coughs> Another caster going down. <laughs> Alexis, I hate That's you. Brutal. That's so brutal. First you call brutal. First you call me profane names and now you're gonna kill me. Wait, That's brutal. Have I called that you profane great. names? Yeah, you did. When? <laughs> Once. I don't remember. What did I say? Call me a fucker. That was no, that what was did you not do? profane. That, that, that was hilarious. I didn't do anything, that was the whole point. Yeah. Hurt my feelings. I don't know when that happened. There's a part of me that's, that's not normal. Because that wasn't you that did it. <laughs> She's possessed by Asarak. Right? Sometimes. Only on Tuesdays. <laughs> Hendrix, you peer at the doors. You take a deep breath and you look at your comrades. Is there anything you would like to mention or say? <clears throat> My friends, we have come very far. We've already lost. No. <clears throat> We have come far. And others have gone beyond us. They are not gone. We will see them again. 
it is our job now to make sure that their sacrifice go not in vain. Alec, we've had very short time together, but I would call you blood of my blood. You are as much the blood of Helm as you are of Tempest, if you follow my meaning. You have defended what is right in this world. I do not particularly subscribe to the clergy of Tempest, but what I do believe is that through might and honor, you will be far greater a defense than even some of the greatest of Helm could wish for. Ada, you come from a very noble birth. And equal to your brother, you have defended many things. I was not there at the battle for when the bugbears assaulted your home. I was elsewhere. But I want to tell you a story about a man who died defending everything. I'm assuming that none of you are strangers to the tale of the tomb. My father, Amendigo, he entered into a tomb, similar to this one, to face down an evil that was beyond him. And I find myself in the same footsteps. They succeeded and they had to sacrifice. And we must be willing to do the same. Let us pray. And Hendrix kneels down. Me kneel to you. Does everyone else kneel down? Oh yeah, we all kneel. Okay. Guillermo kneel. And even, I think, at this point, Shamar, Shamar would actually yeah, kneel to... Shamar that we're oh, looking at. Shamar keeps his eyes open and doesn't take any particular stance of prayer, but out of respect just follows suit. And Hendrix says, Helm. L. We kneel before you on this day, in this very hour, this moment of need. We have lost so much, God. Shh. We have lost much, God. But we do thy will, and we press forward. Beyond this door we know not what fate may meet us, but we pray for thy protection. Please, Aid me as thy servant to protect my thy host. This I say unto you in the sacred name of Helm the Defender, that I may uphold all justice and righteousness. Amen. 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 With that, Amen. I'm assuming now would be the time to cast all the buffs. This is it? Uh, I don't know. You haven't opened the door yet. You know not what you've faced. There's not a chance to be taken. So you gotta keep track of rounds if you want to do that right now. And then the uh, Alec will stand to You're the say, only spellcaster left. Go for it. What do you need to do? <laughs> Alec will say, I have something I need to say too. 
You are all blood of my blood. There are two of you here who are truly blood of my blood. One won't accept it, but you all are. And Ada, the one thing I ask of you, whatever happens in here, don't go out of your way to be a hero to save your brother. You protect these people at all costs for you are the heir to Gromhammer. We both cannot perish in here. Even though I know we will not. Tempest has guided us this far. Shamar! Just looks at you. He doesn't say anything. It's been awfully quiet. The time for you to set aside your bitterness for your bloodline and your heritage. For that will only hurt you inside there. Cedric will use it against you. You need to embrace who you are. Embrace your heritage. We will be successful in here. Tempest will guide us. That's all. I have nothing but hate. He shall meet it by the end of my blade. So you, before you is the beautiful door of the Tree of Life and the black staff emblem on the door crafted finely. What would you like to do? Can you check for traps? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, moves forward it. and starts to feel the door's presence. Make your roll. Oh, I actually made it! 27. Wait, no, I have to yeah, beat it? You have to get, get under. Lower? Mm -hmm. Lower? Yep. Oh, then I beat it. So you seem to put, move your fingers over the aspects of the tree or the parts you can reach. It's beautiful. Yeah, the aspects of of the naked carved humanoids and you're pretty sure as you look back at the party it's safe to open it's safe to open I can't guarantee what's inside is safe opens up into a vast room a room that you have never seen before hundred feet from end to end, where you stand in the middle of that hundred feet door, I mean, from the door, hundred feet from wall to wall, and then to the other side, estimating between 130, maybe 150 feet across. It dips down into layers, as you see here, like a from your, right here, of various creatures encapsulated as pets. Mm. Although this show's open, it is not open yet. Down at the bottom, you see a pair of manacores looking up at you. They're obviously clipped. And they're pacing like cats. It's like a reverse pyramid. It just kind of goes mm -hmm. down in layers. Okay. As it stands now, it looks as if you can walk from step to step. Ten feet by ten feet by ten feet by ten feet. Without triggering... I don't know. You don't know. Then, on the very bottom where the mana cores is, lies a door that doesn't necessarily look like this picture. It's more elegantly designed. You pretty much guess that is probably the entrance to the final resting spot of Cedric. For obviously he is a collector of 
various beasts, and they're held against their will. At least, probably magically. How intelligent are manticores? They're very intelligent. Human intelligence, or up to genius, depending on their ability and access to knowledge. We don't have to fight our way through this yet. There's a chance that we may be able to speak with them. Speak with the manticores? I don't see any other option besides going in blades blazing. Well, that's not going to help. Well, <laughs> maybe the only option. And in that case, I see to you. That would be the fun option. We're not here on pleasure. With that, I suppose, unless anyone says anything... One manticore sits in the middle and sits down like a cat looking up, like its hind legs holding it up, and it sits. The other one seems to be pacing, watching. Walk. I walk down. You can't just simply walk. It's ten by ten by ten by ten. Oh, so you can so, crawl. Or fly down, or levitate down. You're going to have to use rope. It's like dropping ten feet down. Well, yeah, but if I get down and then, like, grab on and then let myself drop, it's only four feet or whatever. Sure. It's going to hurt a little bit, but no damage. Sure. I mean, if I have to, I use a rope. We have ropes, so, I mean, whatever. You're going to probably have to to use rope. Okay. So. And the last person, probably arrow or something. Someone, yeah. So you would go the heaviest first down, and then arrow would be be the last to hold. And then the person that's most agile would jump down, okay? Yeah. So you scale, and you see every layer, like you see here. First the the scorpions, and then you see the, the mermen, merlions, okay? And then it just it, it continues down. And what we have here is you've got giant uh, crayfish in one, giant scorpions. You see several sea lions with mermen. That's crazy. Now yeah. you're... Near the bottom, to here, the manticores wait patiently, looking at you intently, haven't saying anything. Who's the first one to land? Or do we all kind of just jump and take the temple? I mean, take a little bit of damage. Now, the manticores on their tail have spikes. These could be poisonous. And if it's anything about that black lotus that you found, could even be tipped with that. Arrow things. You want to roleplay that out? Before you guys drop down, since he's usually the last one because he's the most agile, he'll put his arm on Hendrick's shoulder and say, Those barbs, they might be tipped with poison. Don't take these creatures too lightly, but don't anger them either. And then he kind of just walks away from you and lets you decide what you're going to do with it. Arrow's the last person to get down. He's the one holding the rope. Well, you're right about that. Alex is going to go first. Well, I won't stop you. Okay, you drop to the thing. Yeah. Both manticores get up and they they move to either side. And they're in full cat stance looking at you. Halt, we mean you no harm. Hendrix says from up above. I want you to see the picture now in all of its glory. Yeah. And that, of course. Yeah. So I'll put this out. So Hendrix says that first in common, then if they don't respond in Firin, I mean, we mean you no harm. It seems that they're waiting for the rest to come down, but they're in they're close in combat, to ready. Yeah. 
Mandacores, do they only sting or do they shoot multiple barbs? I don't know. Have you encountered one? Guillermo probably has. You know what? Make make a, an intelligence at quarter. Yes. No, he doesn't know. He's not really sure. Heard of them, but doesn't know much about them. And their tail's got a lot of barbs. What say you? Is all the party down? No. Who says this? Hendrix. Okay. We wish to speak with you. Okay, well, they're pro approaching you at a, at, a, at a combat angle. Him? Because he's the only one who's down. Okay, at you, but then at a far distance, you're, you're going to have to charge in combat. They haven't charged you. Right. Their tails are up like a snake, shivering. But they're looking above for the party, waiting for them. Not yet responding in combat. Please do not initiate any combat. We do not wish to shed any blood. Right now, they're waiting. Ada will probably join her brother. She doesn't like letting All right. him just She jumps him. down. They watch her come down and then wait for the rest to look back up. She Tail has... shaking. She doesn't like these creatures. She's a barbarian. Barbarians and beasts, they fight. So she's like, ready, I'm yeah. ready for this. I'm not afraid of these creatures. Neither am I. I'm afraid of the other ones. She doesn't say other that out loud, of course, down on us. but she feels that way. Probably should spread out so that way they can't hit all of us at once and we can stand flat against the wall. It's up to you. Ada's next to her brother. So, right now I'm going to assume that because the door's uh, see, where is the, Number door? the door's here, so you, I'm assuming you guys are here. Okay? And the rest of the group's right here right now. Yeah. Okay? And, the and door's across the way. So. And we're pretty sure that these creatures are being kept by Sager, but pretty much against their will, right? I mean, well, of course, they're probably charm monstered, okay. and he keeps them like pets because right. he's he's a collector. That's what you're thinking. I mean, why would he do this? Yeah. So uh, I'll, I'll look at the manticores. And... All we want is your owner. We take him, and you'll be free. They seem to be looking up the ones that have not dropped down yet. Shamar jumps down because he's growing impatient. Okay. Who else is jumping down? So it's Guillermo Arrow and and Hendrix. Does everyone jump down into the arena? If Arrow is left, he of course always jumps down at the end. Before okay. Hendrix looks and, and whispers to him, "Be ready to cast darkness." Okay, ready? Yeah, I guess we all get down there. Yeah. Okay. Then the cats sit. Tails are drawn down, and one speaks. Who is the Master Forge? Who is the moon and the stars? Who is the sun and the light of the prime plane of Therun and the illuminated of the blind? Who is the one to come? Cedric the Betrayer. Asrak. He said, state your answer, and you gave it. They stand up. Spice go flying. Okay, so it's going to be random. How many characters? One, two, three, six. Six, so I'm going to... One, two, three, four, five, six. We're just going to do it that yeah, way, even though fine. you're not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Answer. Okay. First two... Um, let's see if I thack it again. Might as well roll the d6 with it, so that way we get scared. <laughs> 
No, I'm serious. Just roll it so that way we can compare the AC. Do it all at once, man. And you put the faco down. And I didn't write it down, so... What, what, hit dice monster early? Well, I find it easy. I tried. <laughs> yeah, I know. Good try, good, good try. <sighs> man. Okay, so... This one's minus two. It depends on who it's I know that. I'm just telling you this one's minus two. Okay, ready? Six. That's... So, Two, three, four, five, six. Arrow. What's your arrow? Minus two. Wait. What is it? Minus five? Minus five? Is that right there? Oh. So, the arrow, the, the, the stinger hits. Are you going to tell this roll? This one you're going to want to make. Three, yeah, I did. It's black lotus poison. You smell it instantly. So you can role play that out right now as I roll the next two. <laughs> Role play the. Tell him what it is. Uh, well, it's Black Lotus. Don't get it. I shout. Okay, minus one. Okay, one. That would be me. you. Yeah. What's your armor cost? Um, negative five. So it comes straight at you, and you dodge it, and it twing, comes right off the armor. Nice. Okay, initiative. Okay. Somebody roll it, not me. Well, I got a nine, and you got a six. No, I'm sorry, you got a ten. So you got a ten, I got a nine. I go on um, eleven. I go on eleven. So when do you guys go? Eight. Uh, you rolled a ten. So Hendrix is actually gonna go. Will we roll? Ten. We rolled a ten. You rolled a ten. I rolled a nine. You oh, said, you rolled you said a nine. Somebody roll. I rolled. So I'm gonna go off on eleven. His Shamar. Speed is zero, so. Yeah. So Shamar's shit. Shamar's gonna be able to go on to ten, but Hendrix isn't going until fifteen. Okay, Hendrix rolling until this roll. It's it's speed uh speed factor. My speed is zero. So does that mean I go? Yeah, he gets it. You know these monsters don't want to fight you, but they're being compelled magically. There's a sense you can see in their face. They're trying to stop themselves. But magically, it's forcing to do this. So you know you're about to kill some very rare beasts who do not want to fight you. But they've been tipped with black poison. You must put them down for the betterment of your party. Yeah. This kill will not be one that you'll relish in. I'm going I'm now on 10. What is yours? I'm still waiting for mine. Okay, so she's going to. Okay, look, right here. So this is Alec. Okay, see? Okay. Your speed factor zero. zero. So you're going two and seven. So you roll. No, no, just go for the two, two, two. Okay, two. So you roll ten. You get one on twelve. Okay, so twelve, right? No, it doesn't. It's gonna be probably three. Alec is ten. No, no, you have to go. It always is one. No matter what, it's always one. So it'd be eleven. Okay. So it'd be Simo with the with the mana course. Yeah, because I'm zero, so it's gonna be eleven. So it's Simo. I'm zero. So it's Simon. So everyone's Simon. Except Hendrix is going last. Okay, that's fine. As you think about this, you know this kill is not going to be one you relish. The monsters do not wish to attack you, but they're magically compelled. Alec, you've seen monsters who want to kill. These don't look like monsters who want to kill. But 
for the betterment of the party and for the mission and for what's to come. They will be casualties in the war against evil. Okay, I'll let you guys take all your turns except Hendrix. And then I'll, because it's Simon, no matter what you do with the creatures. Yeah, they hit still. Okay. You tell me if you want to do the same mana core from character to character. Let's go from that without putting saving too much time putting miniatures yeah. out. So Shamon's going to charge the same one as Alec. Okay. Because that, that's going to be okay. optimal. And then... Um... Okay, go. It's two attacks. Charge. Plus two bonus. How many all the bonuses. Alec get two? Yeah, because he's Cause you dual, have two dual wielding. So you begin to charge. One weapon comes out in hand and the other one comes out. You know the life of this beast okay. will come to an end quickly. Oh, it's yeah. done. Before you yeah, even I, get I into combat, yeah. 18, before yeah. you get into combat to back up your brother, you see your brother unsheathe one sword, and as he unsheathes the other, the neck is split in in halfway as blood starts to spill out of the manacore, and it cries in pain, and the other sword goes up into the gullet through the heart. And you're not even upon the creature, and the creature's falling. Now let's see... <laughs> For you two. I can't change my attack to the other one or you can't. Okay. Because you called it. Wow. Oh that's a twenty. That's not that's not pretty. Okay. My armor class is the second one though. You got fifteen on the second one. Oh that's not good. That's minus two for the fifteen. So that one doesn't hit. Okay. Unless this one's minus five, it's automatic hit twenty. So it doesn't matter, it hits. Mm -hmm. Okay. 1d6. Now, who it's gonna hit? 1, 2, 3. Who wants to be 1, 2, 3? I'll be. Okay, who you're gonna be 4, 5, or 6. Okay, sure. here we go. This is the 20. It's you. Saving throw versus poison or die. Uh, for Alec, right? Yep. Okay. Don't Just roll don't roll one. one. I make okay. it. Okay. I was actually the nervous. <laughs> <laughs> now, the damage is doubled. Okay, because the poison still takes effect. 10 points of damage. Hits through the splendid army, fill it in, and you feel this sickly feel enter your body, right? But the gift of Tempest restrains its killing ability. You know that this was powerful poison. Damn. Even to the point where you feel a little weakened from a little scratch. But the mana core falls, blood falling, and it's shaking in vibration. Knowing you had to kill a great beast against its own will is just one of many casualties to come. Okay. Now the other, the other uh, Ada, Ada, and um, and Arrow. Mm -hmm. When does Guillermo go? Uh, you said eleven, right? It's yeah. all simul, so they're charging the other so one. No, what's your weapon? Ada wanted to charge a different one than yeah, the brother. Yeah, the other one. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Go to make your two rolls. So she has two rolls. She has, oh, two yeah, she has two swords. That's right. Hey. Awesome. Aww, two and three. three. What is that? Uh, how does that go work? I have seven and nine. Okay, so you roll a two and a three. So. What is that? At best, you hit armor class four. Okay. I okay. Which one hit armor class four? They're both the same attack. So. So this just one. one. Yeah. And okay. the other one hits armor class seven. Okay. Armor class four hit. Oh. So you. You get one. You hey. move your one sword. And it actually moved just out of the way while your other sword connects. So, where's my damage? D8. D8 plus 5. Ah, oh, 6. 6 damage. I'm not doing okay. too good today. And, um, I guess 
arrow will charge that one. Okay, arrow. Two weapons. The far yeah, blade comes out. Mm. The far yes. blade. So what happens with the far blade? Assassination attempt. No, 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 no. no way. All right. That's end the shadows with no one knowing. Well, the far blade is meant so, to be. That. I know, but he can use it straight. And this out. will be the short sword, and the dark other one will be the far blade. Okay. He tries to do it silently. Oh. See. Well, the, the two does not hit. Will, okay, uh, life attack was eight for that, and then the twelve is is a seven. I request so, negative five. So negative five. Well, the negative five hit, and that's the far blade, right? Yeah. Well, your damage. So it's... Is it large or small? It's it's regular size, so you're not going to... Okay, okay, D6. I'm not giving it a large. Plus six. So that's 11 damage. Okay. And you hit it in the side ribs. Mm-hmm. And Ada hit it in the front, and it's bleeding already. And then Garamo comes up into a charge... Guillermo's actually going on 12. We miscalculated. All right. So he's going And then the mana core fires it. It's, it's uh, pellets. Look at that. 20. God dang it. Oh, man. God. That's an automatic hit. And the 15's a minus 2. I'm going to determine where the minus 2 is. 1, 2, 3. It's Ada. 4, 5, or 6. It's, it's, uh... Arrow. Arrow. Ready? 4. It's Arrow. It's minus 2. Misses Arrow. So it goes right by your... Whisked right by you. Thank now God. the 20. Here it is. Same thing. Six. It's arrow. Okay. Make a saving throw versus poison. Hey, I'm not very good with saving throws. Do you have fate points? Uh, I have yes. Two. I have this oh, is the time I... to use one. Could I roll it first or I have to... You have to roll it first. I have to roll it you first? You have to roll it first. Yeah, because otherwise what's the point spending a fate point? Ah, uh, I missed what? it. So I'd have to spend a fate point. What'd you roll? Roll a 12... In poison? Wait, wait. You made oh, it. Oh, I made it. It's Over. above. I forgot made it. it. Okay, ready? Uh, here you go. Don't do that to me. <laughs> so six points of damage. It hits you, and you smell the sense of the black lotus. You quickly remove it. Of course. Although doing damage, the 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 the, the, the essence acid of the black lotus did not t- truly enter your bloodstream, but it hurts. Yeah, I'm too fast for this. But... Now, get them all. There we go. Moves in on the charge. You want to say any war cry? I look, I look at my sword. I say, for Lusa, for Sergius. I charge in. Nice. Now watch. I'm not even roll. I'm not even roll for damage. Did you roll 20? No, 16. No, he hit. Close enough. But he's getting plus 15. Yeah. Oh so. my god. You probably impaled it. Wait, no, you as, don't have As you engage the creature, Ada, Ada, and uh, Errol, and the spikes go flying by you. One hits you, and you engage with your with your hits, and it's bleeding already, and it's starting to react back. The next thing you see is a sword through its head, down through its neck, and the creature, like for ten seconds, is in frozen mode with its claw up in the air, and the tail shaking, and the tail drops. And as he removes the sword, the entire creature falls to the sand ground knowing that you killed a creature that even itself had, did not have the will to even want to fight, but magically controlled. All it right. is a casualty. Yeah. Well, Hendrix was the only one unable to act. He puts his hand on their head and says, Helm, this blood is not on our hands. It is on Cedric's. Make him pay for when we send him to you and receive him with open arms. A beautiful, mithril door stands before you. 
Again, the Tree of Life. A representation of Isis and El on either side of the tree. The union of Adama and Eva at the below of the Tree of Life. Cedric has truly destroyed a place of learning, a place of good, a place of protection, a place of knowledge. Cedric has betrayed everything what this place used to stand for. And even those manacores were kind of scary because, oh, I mean, you guys are, could die. Yeah. Well, yeah. The dice are what they are. <laughs> so Hendrix again, he looks at the door and says, There is nothing sacred. There is nothing sacred. There is no reprieve. And Shamar stays quiet. You know now, this is the final resting place of Sedwick. You know as much as he knows, you are here. He knows you're coming. Nothing's been said, but an intuition tells your gut. When you open those doors, As I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall fear no evil. Thy shield shall protect me. And Father, thy mace shall strike down the evil that lay before me. Could this be the end? Is this the way I die? Sitting here alone. No one by my side. I don't understand I don't feel that I deserve this What did I do wrong? I just don't understand